Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another enriching episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we are joined by a remarkable guest who is on a mission to transform lives by nurturing mental well-being and redefining success. So our guest today is Dr. Tommy Michel. So welcome to the show doctor. Thank you for having me Avik. Great, great. So, uh, Dr. Tommy, like uh, before we start delving deep into our conversation, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that um, Dr. Tommy is a distinguished board certified family physician and a wellness and productivity coach with a wealth of experience spanning over a decade. So, Dr. Michelle's journey as a parent, spouse, entrepreneur, and medical professional has granted her invaluable insights into the delicate balance of managing family and work demands. So she has also witnessed the firsthand how many of life's challenges are deeply rooted in mental wellness and the mindset. So with an unwavering passion for mental health, she is dedicated or to shattering the stigmas surrounding the mental well-being and the stress. So driven by the family medicine principles, she guides her uh, holistic wellness practice towards empowering the individuals to make positive health choices, boost productivity without succumbing to burnout and also conquer the formidable adversaries of stress, anxiety, low self-esteem, and the depression. So in her coaching practice, she also takes on the role of a motivator, igniting the spark within the individuals who aspire to be the perfect parent, spouse, or professionals, and those who are weary of the perpetual quest to uncover their best self. So her mission is to guide individuals through the maze of life's challenges, providing them with the tools and insights needed to navigate the complexities of the modern world. So uh, today we have the privilege of delving into Dr. Tommy's journey, exploring her mission to empower executives, leaders, physicians, lawyers, and professionals from all walks of life. So her goal is clear, to help individuals reduce the burnout and overwhelm thus enabling them to enhance their productivity in both the workplace and the personal lives. So if you if you ever felt the weight of burnout, struggled with distress, anxiety, or uh, maybe low self-esteem, or found yourself 
like striving to be the perfect parent, spouse, or professional, you are at the right place. So Dr. Tommy's is here to share her wisdom and insights so that you can discover how to be your authentic self and live a life filled with the balance, purpose, and the fulfillment. So welcome again to the show, Dr. Tommy. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Great, great. So uh, just to start with, like, if you can share some of the key wellness principles that have guided your own life journey and the professional um, practice as a family family physician and the wellness and productivity coach. Thank you for that question. So one of the key things is you need to have a foundation when it comes to wellness. So oftentimes in this wellness space, we often look at the superficial things without actually looking at the foundation. Just like when you build a house, you have to have a strong foundation so that when life comes, you're there and you're strong. The key foundation for wellness is mental fitness. That is the ability to look at a challenge and see the opportunity. That is the ability to find the um, the solution, to find what is the blessing from this situation and know what can I learn from this regardless of what life throws my way. So it has to do a lot with your positive mindset or growth mindset. So having that really strengthening the right side of your brain where it's filled with empathy, laser focus, action, um, curiosity, innovation. That's a right-sided brain trait. So that is the foundation. And then the second piece, and I really learned that through over a decade of experience as a physician and also as a coach, is the need to dig deep, the need to understand the why beneath the why beneath the why with life's challenges. And I can share now, we can share later. I have a, a framework that I help my clients and those who listen to my work hear and understand that they can use to apply to their life. You have to have a strong foundation. And again, that foundation is mental fitness. On top of there, you can build the physical fitness and we can definitely talk more about that. But it's perhaps it's a little different than mainstream where they talk about, you know, relaxation, yoga and spirituality, which is great and healthy eating, which is great. But without that foundation being mentally fit, you cannot have a sustainable, holistic, healthy life. Oh, wow. That's it. So like, um, as someone who understands the challenges of balancing family and the work demands, what are some of the uh, practical strategies you would recommend for the individuals who are striving to achieve a healthier work-life balance? Very good question. We talk about work-life balance so often. And the way I like to see it is more of work-life integration. So you're blending the two together. And it does not mean that you have to have... 50% of your energy goes to work, 50% goes to home life. That's a fallacy. That's not real. It means honoring the moments where we know that work is taking more time from the family and vice versa, but still focusing on the bigger picture and taking those moments in the day to acknowledge to respect, to spend time with those who you love. It's not so much the quantity of time, it's the quality of time. You know, that is the key. You don't need to spend hours and hours with your spouse or partner or hours and hours with your children. It's the quality of time and looking at the big picture. And again, having that time of reflection. It's very easy as busy entrepreneurs to go overboard and neglect other things for days and weeks, sometimes months on end. 
We don't want that. We want to regularly check in with our family. If you have young children, sit down at their level and look to me. I love to know that you are special to me. I love you. Listen to them when they come and say, hi, daddy. Hi, mommy. Show that sense of excitement. Make sure that they know that the most important person in your world at that time. Give them that moment of time. And that goes a long way. It's just being aware, being present and being aware of the bigger picture, because some dreams do require sacrifice. Right. And that is OK. And you can still have this work life balance or work life integration and be happy and healthy while on that journey. Exactly. That's true. So um, mental wellness and the mindset play a significant role in your holistic and the wellness practice. So if you could elaborate uh, on how you integrate these aspects into your coaching approach and also like why they are so essential for uh, overall well-being. You're talking about mental wellness or mental fitness? Well, it's important. Uh, yeah, so it's mental wellness. Mental wellness. Because success is a mind game and that starts here, our mental health, our mental fitness. And we all have that responsibility to honor it. Okay. If you don't feel your mind, if you don't guard what comes into your ears, your, what you listen to, what you look at, what you're around, it will infiltrate you. It will affect you. It could be positive or negative. I don't believe in neutral. Neutral is usually negative. Yeah. It's either positive or negative. Okay. And it's something that we must continuously be aware of. We must continuously feed this mind with positivity. So for in a world that is filled with so much terrible news, sadness for every negative in input in our brain in our lives we need to put at least seven positives hmm. it's just the way our, we are it's just the way we're wired so being mindful of your environment and environmental wellness is one of the pieces i look at in the wellness wheel what you're around who you're around you know the state of your whether you live in a polluted area or not a polluted area, that makes a big difference. If you live in a smoky area or don't live in a smoky area, that makes a huge difference. So environment is one of those eight pieces of that wellness wheel that I talk about. So you can't avoid fitness, mental fitness. You can't avoid it. It is essential. It carries you. It follows you forever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, many people also experience that stress, anxiety, burnout in their personal lives or the professional lives as well. Yes. What are some of the initial steps that individuals can take to identify and also address these challenges proactively? All right. So by the time you're feeling burnout, it's time to pause. It's, it's not even a green light, orange light. It's a red light. It's a full stop. Take a break, unplug and ask yourself, okay, what factors are contributing to the way I'm feeling? Burnout being exhaustion, being like angry, cynicism, just like withdrawal, lack of enthusiasm. Like what happened? It didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So what are the immediate things that you know right away that you can unplug and take off your plate and move away from? And then there's deeper things, which is what I like to work more with my clients that may not be very obvious initially. And that is part of the reason why in some studies, in some professions, up to 60, 70% of individuals are complaining of burnout. But I first like them to look at the obvious ones, okay? But the ones that are deep are actually at the foundational principle of burnout and why it occur, occurred. And that's due to, again, mental fitness, poor boundaries, 
and that energy imbalance. So your energy input needs to be greater than the energy output. And most of us do a bad job with the math. We take out more, we add more on our plate, we suck out, we use more energy, but then we're not recharging ourselves, doing things that honor our spirit, honor our bodies, honor our goals. Exactly. No, no, that that's definitely true. It's 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 the real scenario. True. So you are also passionate about eliminating the stigmas uh, associated with the mental health and the stress. Yes. Yes. So, uh, like, what do you think? Like, how can individuals actively contribute to reducing these stigmas in their communities and the workplaces? I love that question. It puts a smile on my face. So this is what I've come to realize. Even yeah. as like I'm on this journey, we all have to deal with our, men our mental health. As long as you have a mind and a heart, you have to deal with it. And I want to say something very bold that's going to challenge a lot of the traditional medical in-the-box thinking. Most of what we call anxiety and depression is not anxiety and depression. It is purely a symptom, a symptom that could be due to loss, fears, traumas, insecurities, et cetera, et cetera. So we put labels on people unnecessarily, which adds to the symptom. It is okay to say somebody is feeling sad because they lost the papa, they lost the mama, they, they, they're financially stressed and their relationship is broken down. We do not need to put a diagnosis on it because the diagnosis often takes away from the opportunity of actually dealing with the root underlying challenges because then we can just say, oh, here's a pill, here's an antidepressant. That's putting a Band-Aid on a really, really big problem. As a surgeon or when I was you know, in residency training, when someone comes in hemorrhaging in the emergency room, I'm not a surgeon, but as a physician, we do all these training. If someone has is bleeding profusely onto the floor, I'm not going to go get a giant plaster tape and say, here's your solution. Have a nice day. No. Yes, we temporarily apply pressure, but we have to go in there and see what's damaged. Perhaps there's arteries that have been torn. Perhaps there's other things going on. And that is what we do with mental health. Because we are so afraid of having these uncomfortable conversations and we don't allow ourselves the time to talk to the clients, the patient, and not only that, because we're not okay within our own selves, people aren't having these conversations. And it's so much easier to say, here's a solution. Here's your medication. Have a nice day. Go talk to somebody. Go see therapy. Bye. But I think that is wrong. And we need to readdress how we deal with emotions, feelings, and the true human experience. And in my practice, I've been practicing over a decade. Um, at the beginning, I, I followed that traditional belief. But now, especially with COVID and actually having to look within my life and experiencing my own burnout and then realizing the factors that led to my burnout and then going deeper, I was like, oh my goodness. We've been doing this wrong. We've been doing society a disservice. So most of what we think is mental health challenges, especially the big ones of depression and anxiety, it's not due to a serotonin imbalance in the brain. Well, that's and if we recognize that it's part of a human experience, like laughter, sadness, um, all of those emotions, then we, the stigma should go away because everyone has it. Definitely, definitely true. So your your mission includes um, empowering the individuals to overcome the stress, anxiety, low self-esteem, and depression. So uh, can you provide some of the insights into your strategies for helping clients 
navigate and conquer these mental health challenges very good so in including everything i just said what one needs to have in order to conquer depression low mood any of those things you need to have clarity and purpose okay that's what's missing in most people they get out of bed get dressed go to work come home they work to pay bills to pay, to work to pay bills to work to pay bills that is saddening that is not what we're here for i believe we all have a purpose on this earth otherwise we wouldn't be here right the odds of us being here is very low and we need to find it but to do that you have to take action not lying on the couch on your bed just sitting there watching tv whatever you need to take action i'm not saying you must say be a nobel priest um peace award recipient no but you have a sphere of like influence in your home and your community and if everyone did this if everyone said i'm here to make an impact do you know i think our world would be so much better there'll be no there'll, there'll be no wars there'll be no fighting there'll be a happier healthier place if we just would get back to the basics exactly so so um you have also mentioned that motivating individuals to be uh, their authentic selves rather than striving for the perfection yes so how can embracing the authenticity lead to a greater mental wellness and uh, overall uh, life satisfaction yes because perfection is this following trying to follow this ideal that somebody else has created right. instead of looking at your own blueprint so again what is that blueprint for your life Do you have clarity in what you want to do, the journey you want to take? Not someone else's journey, your journey. And when you connect with that, engage with that, and passionately follow that, you only, the only competition is yourself. And you are that makes that so you're the gold standard, so you are perfection on this journey. Yeah. That's the beautiful part. So instead of looking at everyone everything else that's shining and everyone else this next, you know, influencer Look at your own dreams. Don't live someone else's life. Live yours. So, so definitely true. So, um, uh, also, okay. So, uh, your podcast, the Mental Health and Wellness Show, uh, addresses the important social and health issues candidly. Uh, now, what inspired you to start this podcast, and maybe what kind of impact do you hope to achieve uh, through it? Well, I think what inspired me was um because I wanted to increase my social reach, right? And podcasting wasn't new, but it was becoming more and more popular, especially during the pandemic. I actually started it during COVID. And it's been over 2 years and every week new material goes out, so it's connecting with people, being a blessing to them, also practicing my own skills right because as a podcast host you have to be able to engage with your guests ask questions keep the conf direct sometimes so it was me working on me my own personal self development journey and since then i've been doing like lots of keynote events i'm a keynote speaker so it's practicing engaging with others and then seeing where life takes me with this podcast right i'm not trying to compare myself with the joe um with the Joe Rogan or whatever I'm not I'm just doing me so the mental health and wellness show every season we have a new topic and we talk about different things whether it's finances relationships um parenting you name it and we have fun and I know that there's somebody out there who when they listen to an episode 
will gain something positive and that is good. That's my reward. So that's why I did it. That's lovely. So um, as a confident and dynamic speaker, you have shared your insights with the various audiences. Uh, so what are some of the key messages or the takeaways that you find resonate most strongly with your listeners and when it comes to the achieving mental wellness and fulfilling life? Yes. So one of my favorite talks was a National Women's Day in 2022. It was a, a really distinguished audience. And I got to speak about hope. And that really inspires like just the realization that I think I had an acronym, heavy objects pushed every day. So basically hope doesn't mean that it's not going to be challenges, but you have to be willing to push forward, push forward. And that really resonated with the audience and being a Women's Day topic. As women, we've had our challenges over the millennium and it's been very helpful. The other piece people really resonated was mental fitness. And that is it. You couldn't have you can have mental fitness and you don't have to have a mental health diagnosis. Like it's that ability that the strength is within, that success is a mind game, that you can train your brain to the power of neuroplasticity. Our brains can be rewired to be serving us instead of sabotaging us because the majority of people spend majority of their time in sabotage land where they're pulling themselves down due to their negative beliefs, many of which are as a result of early childhood experiences. So those two, hope and more recently, mental fitness has really resonated with my audience. Oh, lovely. That's that's really lovely. So um, if, if you could share a success story or maybe the transformative moment from your coaching practice that illustrates the positive impact of prioritizing the mental wellness and else also embracing a holistic approach to the well-being? Great question. So I really, because there's been so many, I, I'm not really going to pick one, but the general theme has been when you um, identify what your goals are based on how you are presently and we work through them, there's an amazing ripple effect. That one goal or two goals becomes nine, 12 blessings. So you might be thinking, okay, I want to communicate better with my employees as a business owner. Suddenly you're communicating better with your partner, your children, you're more engaged, you're healthier, you're more vibrant. So the the client came in with one or two concerns and one or two goals. And then three months later, they're like, wow, all these amazing things have happened. And not only that, the people that are in their circle are being blessed blessed because they're learning from them and they're, their lives are changing for the better. So it's seeing that pebble effect, like you throw a rock into the river, that, that ripple effect. And when the client comes back and tells me, Dr. Tommy, this has helped me profoundly. And you can hear the emotions in their voice and see it on their face. Those are the moments I live for because it tells me that I was able to use my own challenges, my pain in my life to find purpose and to share that with others, which again, adds ointment soothing to my pain, right? Because this journey I'm on is because I had to A, make sense for my own challenges and work on me first because you can't pour from an empty cup and then use that wisdom and understanding and have been able to bless many others and for that i'm thankful for lovely that's really lovely 
Great. So uh, before we wrap up, like what advice or guidance would you offer to someone who is at the beginning of their wellness journey, uh, looking to unlock a vibrant mind and lead a more fulfilling life? Definitely. So I believe in the power of the mastermind. And that is the bit that connecting with like-minded people to help you with this journey because they're not right now. I feel like those who are truly actively on this journey are not the overwhelming majority. So you need to connect with people who are going to encourage you, support you, mentors and coach. We're going to pour life into you, right? That is very, very important because the average person does nothing. Doesn't. It takes courage to go on this journey. So you need to build your tribe, your village to support you. Because I had to do that for me. Because I didn't have the village and tribe to support me. I tried for a long time on my own, but it wasn't until I got plugged in, till I invested the time and energy, did big things really start to happen. Because remember, you are a combination of those five people you spend the most time with. The five things you listen to the most, the five biggest influences. So if you want to live this full, vibrant life, you need to raise your environment, raise the quality of people that you listen to because iron sharpens iron. Exactly. That's true. Great. So as we conclude this eliminating episode of Healthy Man and Healthy Life, I definitely want to extend our heartfelt gratitude to our esteemed guest, Dr. Tommy, uh, for sharing her insights into cracking the wellness code and also unveiling the secrets for a vibrant mind and life have undoubtedly left a profound impact on our listeners so uh dr michelle like uh, his her dedication to promoting the uh, mental wellness reducing the stigmas and guiding individuals towards healthier and more balanced lives is truly inspirational so um also like for all the listeners i believe that um you have gained valuable insights into how you can prioritize your mental wellness, navigate the life's challenges, and also embrace your authentic self. So Dr. Tommy's uh, wisdom serves as a beacon of hope for those seeking a path to the wellness. So if you have found uh, this episode as enriching as we did, we encourage you to share it with your friends, family, and colleagues who may also benefit from these valuable insights. And always remember that together we can break down the barriers surrounding our mental health and create a more compassionate and understanding world. So stay tuned for more thought-provoking episodes of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life, where we can continue to explore the facets of well-being, mindfulness, personal growth. So also please do subscribe, rate, and review uh, on your favorite podcast platform to stay connected with us. So in the journey towards a healthier mind and a more fulfilling life, know that you are never alone. So our podcast is here to support you, inspire you, and provide you with the tools you need to thrive. So until next time, take care of your mind and embrace the path to a lasting wellness. Thank you so much.